Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We down another player, man. This low management in this league is getting out of hand. I would man. never do it during hey. the playoffs. Hey, me and Mike, we we like uh, Patrick Williams and Vucevic. We don't miss a single game. We well, ain't that's because y'all don't have to go to the playoffs. <laughs> I guess so. I'm a kill. I'm a kill. I had to make sure. I had to be Kawhi. I had to make sure I was going <laughs> to put on my best performances when the games really started to matter. D-mails get well soon. I mean, P missed the next episode. <laughs> Definitely mean he missed it. And then the next three after that. <laughs> uh, I got to get ready for May 19th. Yeah, we got to get ready for May 19th. But uh, I am Anwar... I'm disappointed in you. You knew d was not going to be here, and you didn't move his butt pads. Left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> Don't do me like that. <laughs> you knew he wasn't going to be here, and you got this man ass pads still on his chair. d I'm not handling those. We should. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering uh, why he got those. I thought he had some cushion back there, but I guess he need those. He need a little bit more. No, those are the new ones that absorb the sweat. Mm-hmm. Oh, we is trying to preserve that. that, that uh, what college you go to? Pressure. He definitely gets a true. Gets true. Point. True. I actually, before I knew he was gonna miss, I had a crazy idea. Mm. I was gonna come and try to be here first, and I was gonna have a belt on this table because <laughs> I, I think you know. But I was gonna tell you and Derek if y'all didn't know where Paul Reed went to college, y'all was gonna get y'all ass whooped. I was having laid in the middle. I'm so serious. This was a real idea when I was watching the game today. I might have got my ass <laughs> Come on, man. Local product. And I was like, oh, I wish one of y'all not knowing. Check that ass up. So you would have got a whooping? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure Derek would have probably got whooped too. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way he knows. It's in the city of Chicago. You might have people that you know that went to that school from mm-hmm. high school. DePaul. There you go. There you go. Shout out to the Paul. The Paul went to Paul Reed. Yeah. Uh be sure to leave a like. Subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. Go over to the audio platforms and download though. I was just looking at the numbers. What the what are y'all doing? Go 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 over there and download. I think last time I checked, we were the ninth ranked basketball podcast currently, which is dope. We appreciate that considering there's probably thousands of podcasts in the world, but nine ain't good enough. You know? So go ahead and go over there, even if you're a YouTube person. Uh, we appreciate that. May 19th, we have a live show in Philadelphia. The link is in the description. It's ttwtour.com. You can steal RSVP completely free. We heard the numbers. It's going to be a packed house, but there's still a chance for you to get in, and we're going to put on an absolute show. going to be a banger. Banger. Yes, I'm so looking forward to that. Also, um, if you're a Philly person, let us know some things to do while we're there. Like, besides getting cheesesteaks. Besides getting cheesesteaks and besides going to the Rocky thing. We we talk about, like, wh- where we going to shop? Where can we get some sneakers? Where What's can the we really? That's spot? the main thing. Yeah. Where can we really shop at? Yeah. Oh, here, I'm sorry. Where we, can we, we really shop at? We shoppers. Bryce Harper's back, so I might have to catch a baseball game. They, the Cubs will be in town that night or that week um, or weekend, whatever we going. May so, 19th, after game one, maybe Philly is still playing. The, the, the crazy thing is there's a chance that Philly will still be playing. Uh, we might be in the conference finals by May nineteenth, and they could they could be there. They could be playing. They could be there. Drum roll, please. The New York Knickerbockers. They could be. They could be. But based on game one, I don't know. Oh, you base everything off. Game I get base everything off game <laughs> one. That's crazy. Let's dive into game one then. <laughs> let's let's dive, let's dive into, into the New York Knicks one. against the Miami Heat game <laughs> one. Um, very tough loss for us at home. I, For me, I hate giving a team like the Miami Heat um, confidence because they already have so much confidence and they've been through so much uh, with the experience of Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, um, and countless guys. 
everything in Miami is just gritty and grimy, and the last thing they need is more fuel to their fire. Um, and we were at home. You hate to lose any type of home game because then you lose the home court advantage. But there were some encouraging things. I think uh, Spolstra was able to take advantage of us not having Julius Randle. They were able to take away Mitchell Robinson from the basket, and I'm hoping that our legendary coach is able to come in now and make some adjustments, and hopefully we can have Julius Randle out there because I honestly don't think that uh, – Kevin Love will be able to have a place to live defensively if mm-hmm. Julius Randle was out there because you're putting Jimmy Butler on Brunson, which obviously Brunson struggled with. Um, and there was RJ allevi- alleviating pressure in the first half for the most part. Um, and then Julius Randle, though, it makes Bam have to guard Julius potentially. And now what, Kevin Love has to fight Mitchell on offensive glass? Or if you put Kevin Love on Julius Randle? So it's a, I think that Julius Randle fold um, can help us a lot, even if it's not 100% first-team All-NBA Julius Randle um, or you know All-NBA in general. So As of right now, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle questionable. are questionable yeah. for Game 2. Game 2 is tonight. Um, I'm also I'm also hoping that Gabe Vincent ain't shooting like Steph Curry. Yeah, bro, yeah. Gabe, Gabe Vincent has Vincent been a, crazy, amazing, bro. bro. <laughs> yeah, but and I gotta tip my hat off, man. I think Jimmy Butler played in a magnificent game for him coming off of fifty forty. He's affecting the game without having to do that as well. And I think he played really well in the flow in the first half. He didn't force a lot of things, and then when he was supposed to do certain things, he took on those challenges. Um, that that mid range that that mid range jumper on the baseline really killed me. When I seen him make that shot, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit!" Where's the Where's the same energy, Mike? What do you mean? And the play in the Bulls lost to the Heat, and you was you was making fun of me because Gabe Vincent killed us. Gabe was Vincent had another was Max, really was good. Max Schrus? Yeah, Max Schrus. Max Max which which is worse? Max uh, probably. No, I say Gabe Vincent. I Gabe think Vincent Max, has made some big shots. I expect Max Schuess to hit more shots than Gabe Vincent or just yeah, have a better impact on the game. But Coming into the year, I would agree. But at this point, I'm, I'm counting Gabe on Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent has been huge for them. <laughs> this He just feels like such a Cinderella team, bro. It just feels like everything yes. is just not even just going right because they're, they're, it feels like they're earning these Hero is wins. still gone and yeah. Depot's gone. So Hayward mm-hmm. Highsmith has to play. So, like, they're missing a lot, too. Uh-huh. And it's just like we've seen Jimmy Butler. He had twisted or rolled his ankle, whatever uh, happened to him. And he kind of, like, you've seen him still have his impact in, but he wasn't doing as much as because, obviously, he's kind of going on, on a bum ankle. But you've seen the other guys step up, like Gabe Vincent. You've seen Kyle Lowry have a really oh, big man. impact. And I think that's it's just so big. got to win them a game. Yeah. They're, like, they're the zombie heat. We thought that Cal Lowry was dead. We thought that Kevin Love was dead. We thought the Heat in general were dead. Mm-hmm. We thought Duncan, Duncan Robinson ain't do nothing in game one, but I'm just mean in general for the playoffs so far. We thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. And all of them have come back to life right now for a team that went to the Cops Finals last year. This year was disappointing. They were right off. Uh, we don't really care about them. And then they beat the one seed and now take home court advantage in New York. I was surprised that after Jimmy Butler went out with that bum ankle where <laughs> Josh Hart did all of the shit, um, because we blame Josh Hart for that. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> that the Knicks didn't attack him. They let they him didn't. just sit in the corner defensively. And on and offense, on offense, they were sticking on him as if he he was a threat. He wasn't a threat. He was a decoy for the last couple minutes of the game, and that allowed was the other he, people to do it. Was he a decoy, or were we I, stupid? The man was in a corner doing this, KB. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling us. Yeah. And these motherfuckers guarding him. They guarded him. Too much respect for him. Gotta no, have respect for him. Thibodeau loves him and is such a competitor that he don't want to take advantage of somebody that's hurt. I would have took advantage. 
Who are you guarding? Go at man. I don't give a damn. If it's Mitchell Robinson, you finna draft his ass. <laughs> something. Yeah, something. And yeah. I was. I was mind blown. I was mm-hmm. mind blown. I was mind blown. Um, and I would have made him make a corner three. Mm-hmm. He attempted one at airball or it like skint the rim. Yeah. Um, but it was. I think it was a good game, and I think it's going to just showcase how good of a series it's going to be. Yes. Because Tom Thibodeau is an adjustment coach, mm-hmm. so in game two tonight, I'm expecting to see something different. Jimmy Butler's questionable. He put on this Instagram, so you know he's a cryptic guy. Um, he, he's going to play. He's going to play. Yeah, he, all of his shit Bro, was showing that he's going to. After he play. shot them free throws, like you could tell, like Jimmy going to do this. He's going to do whatever it takes to be on that court. And they, um, he is questionable too. I'm mad though, man, because if we win that game, we come in here, we win, and we can celebrate. Now we kind of in a must-win position, and we can't really take advantage. If Jimmy Butler has a bum ankle and we are up 2-0, it puts a lot of pressure. They they can now go home and lose one. They can afford to lose one. They can afford to be, you know, precautionary with Jimmy Butler and that ankle because they took that game one. So I think we kind of fumbled that moment. Um, not that we wish an injury on anybody because I want us to fully earn um, a series win. But if somebody is hurt, you want to at least be able to take advantage of it. You, you're a bum-ass team if their star player is hurt and you still losing. So, Damn, it sounds like a team I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shout out. Y'all know who we'll we'll talk about them later. That shit really killed Pia. <laughs> because we didn't react initially. <laughs> and it was just funny as hell. I'm usually a no dead air guy. You d- we deserve to have five seconds of dead air because of that. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about those motherfuckers though. You're right. <laughs> but uh yeah, it is going to be a good matchup, and I'm 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 extremely excited for the good basketball because of both coaches. I really do think uh, Spolstra is one up right now. Um, he, you know, obviously because his team won, but I really do think he made some adjustments, especially Kevin Love being a small ball five. And I knew we lost that game when that happened with the three outlet passes back to back. Oh my! To oh back. my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, as a fan, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the game. Yeah. What do you say? I have the hard, highest QBR in New York right now. And uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was sitting side. at court side. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of figured. A lot of vintage games, man. A lot of Exactly, lot of right? Games. A lot of vintage games. I mean, Kyle Lowry was just a winner. I, I mean, I don't know how many points he ended up with, but he was everywhere. I never want to hear Doris Burke give him that much credit again. <laughs> like, please, New she York. Like, no, no. She always praises Kyle Lowry. Yeah, she does. The one of the, I mean, one he, of he's players. deserving, but I don't, as a fan of the Knicks and a series against them, I don't want to hear him getting praised. Mm-hmm. I want to hear him getting dogged. I want to see, I want her to be on there like, why is he still, why is he still playing? Hey, uh, trade deadline, I did my stream. Brady, a Smalls, I was he just was, about to he bring was him donating up. every five minutes. A couple dollars here, a couple dollars there. What is Pat Riley doing? Why is Kyle Lowry still on my mm. roster? Why is Kyle Lowry still on my roster? Kyle Lowry. It was here. just more recent. You remember in the in the the playing game, he had a huge game. Mm-hmm. He had thirty, but they lost against the Hawks. But he had yeah, thirty three or something. And then Smalls came in the chat, and he's like, "Mike, you know how much it hurts to see Kyle Lowry have a huge game because I hate Kyle Lowry, but we also lose the game. Like he it was is. just a double whammy. And I, that, but that's part of being the fan." It is. There's been plenty of times where I hated RJ Absolutely. Beard. I've yeah. hated a lot of people in Bulls fan, uh, Bulls jerseys. But you ride with them, and That's then they true. can turn it around, just like RJ has, or yeah. just like how Laurie has this year. So um, I'm excited. I think all this last is, year we was on Julius Randle ass. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nation, so I th- Julius Randle is such a weird spot because now we have a year of playoff where he was bad, mm-hmm. and now he comes into this playoff after missing what two, three weeks beforehand on this bump yep. ankle. And his he just wasn't good in that that series too, and I'm starting to see people put that 
label on him, I think it's unfair right now. I don't even think he's I that type the of first player one. yet. We'll say it again. I don't even think he's that type of player, caliber player, where I'm really diving into his playoff statistics. Like well, he I got two series under his belt so far. I think like you have to be an elite, elite player. Like I'm looking at Jason Tatum. I'm looking at James Harden. Julius, are you ever building a team where Julius Randle is like <laughs> the guy? I think that only matters no. for the guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I mean, he did. I mean, those type of guys, like you said, you might not be that guy, but they can, especially in this league and uh, how talented pe- players are, you can end up in the All-NBA. Oh, he's, he's probably going to be All-NBA this right. season. But no, no, I, no, I, no complete, yeah. I completely agree with you. I think, I I think in order for us to win, it's always going to be a group effort. Mm-hmm. We're always going to need certain things for Mitch. We're always going to need RJ to be somewhat effective and somewhat involved in the game. And then you're going to have Jalen Brunson and you're going to have Julius Randle collectively. But I don't think we're ever going to just be like, here, Julius, take us home. I I didn't mind the offense without Julius in this game one. Um, Or I guess in the last game, too, that he he was injured for, where Obi Top opens the game up so much more uh, because of spacing aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, And though Obi wasn't out there hitting seven for seven for three, uh, he's a respectable guy from behind the arc, so yes, you know, yeah. opens the floor up. So uh, it's going to be interesting because it with Julius Randle, obviously, it improves like the diversity you can have on the offense side of the ball. But the way they playing right now, kind of like it, man. Of course, they lost, obviously, no, but no. like I like what I the idea of it. What I don't like is I like Obi off the bench, number one, and I hate the fact that Obi, yeah, he has a spacing thing. But he can't take advantage of a Kevin Love guarding him. Mm-hmm. And that's why I look at Julius Randle, where Julius Randle can effectively go at a Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Obi ain't going. He kind of got to get it in transition or he's picking and popping. And a lot of times, Obi chucked up a lot of threes in that yeah, game. He, did. he shot a lot of threes, like a mm-hmm. lot. And I think you got to have a steady diet in the playoffs. And Jalen Brunson can't be the only guy that's trying to yeah. change. Oh, well, R.J. Bear, I R.J. Bear. Bear. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. I, and I thought there was some shots because, like you said, it was there was a lot of good defense. It was shots that I was like, Jalen Brunson can normally make that shot. Mm-hmm. I've seen him make those shots before. I've seen the Josh Hart air ball. I've seen him hit that shot before. And it's yeah. just like now it's, just, it's that much closer of a game. Another part, I think, with Julius Randle being out is just like it wasn't that same effect kind of like on the glass. I feel like when Julius Randle's there, like, Knicks are really good on that glass and out rebound the team. That's one of those aspects that like they just wins you games mm-hmm. in those those dirty grimy games. So I Julius Randle, the offense might be a little weird, but I think just him having him on the court and the impact, you know, regardless if he's at seventy five percent, eighty percent, it's just gonna give him that like uh, that boost. They uh, gotta pay attention to him too. I think, you know, Julius Randle is one of the guys on our team, so he's gonna command a lot more attention than Obi Toppin. Even on his drives, if he's not necessarily scoring, it can open up more shots and better looks for Jalen Brunson Mm -hmm. to where Jalen Brunson ain't got to really work every time for one of his buckets. You know what I mean? I think that was another thing. Julius Randle is an underrated playmaker. He can be out of control, as we both know. He's played on both of our teams. Um, He does command attention when he does put his head down and drive. And uh, he makes defenses collapse, whether that's a lob to Mitchell Robinson, whether it's a kick out to a Quentin Grimes. Um, who it was good to see him back out there too, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, it's going to be a very, very. This is this is good basketball that we're seeing. I'm excited for tonight, but I do feel the pressure because um, no I, matter what. Oh my god! Yeah, it's not. Much. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut this off. Shams just said a tweet. First of all, free agency don't start for four months. The Memphis Grizzlies have informed pending phrase and Dylan Brooks he will not be brought back under <laughs> any, any circumstances. circumstances is wild. And under any circumstance. That's insane. Did I not tell Shams that when he was here? Yeah, you did. 
in any, any circumstances. Go, under any wow. circumstances is crazy. But I just I get I understand it. I guess I understand it. I thought at per, I mean, there's one scenario where you bring him back to trade him. You know, there's something just so you don't lose the asset. But nope, fuck that. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He's in Houston next season, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to quickly go over this. Game seven between the Warriors and the Kings was the most watched game in the first round since 1999. That shit felt like a finals. It felt we like. Did not talk about that game? Mm-mm. Why are we talking about the Knicks? Oh, it happened after the Knicks game. Yeah. yeah. It just felt. It was a couple of days ago, so it just felt like. Yeah. But okay, we can. First, talk about Game 7, talk mm-hmm. about the Kings, and then transition to the upcoming matchup that starts tonight. Let's close on the Knicks. Y'all got the Knicks winning tonight game? It feel like the Knicks are just going to come out and win. and They have to. If they don't, the series is over. Well, we've seen Tank come back. I, I would say, I think it, <laughs> uh-uh. The Warriors just did. The Clippers did. But I mean, but I not, say not as a lower one. seed. Because now the Miami Heat have full home court advantage. Not the, a one the Clippers qu- did that against the Mavericks. Remember? The Mavericks came into Los Angeles and won. The first oh, but two that games. Cl- that Clippers team lost like every ro- home game in the entire run. <laughs> I'm just trying to find some fucking yeah. something to latch on it's to just, as a fan. It's as close as a must win without it being a must win. No, it is a must win. I agree. I yeah. got the Knicks. I got the Knicks as well. That's I why Knicks, I got the Knicks too. But I I hate being in this position because you can't celebrate. It's like oh, we did what we were supposed to. All right, now now we didn't even do game, what we were supposed right, to. Right, the next game is when you start to celebrate if you win one in Miami because we took we back home, home court. Yes, so. And now if there's a game seven, it's back here. Um, because yeah, I feel like Miami can come in and it's not. It, I don't want to say it in a bad way. It's not that they're not going to care or that they're not going to try to win because I want I, we're going to try to beat them and earn the win and Miami ain't gonna lay down. But the minute Miami feels like they don't have any control, they can kind of press back because they did. When you go on a roll, your job is to just try to split. You just want to take one game. So it's like Miami can chill, rest Jimmy, and got to put a lot of pressure on that ankle. And that's the part where I'm like, fuck. If we win game one, they they have to really try to they come out and win, and they can't really two. relax and rest and do all of that to get prepared for game three. We, so. we should definitely circle back to the Dylan Brooks shit towards the end of the show because yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, that's actually really important. Game um, seven, though. Game seven. Um, was everything you could want in the game seven? Obviously, it ended up being with a 20-point blowout, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but the first half was electric. Both teams fighting, punching each other in the face. But the third quarter is where things really changed. With the Warriors grabbing what, 13 offensive boards in the quarter alone, Kevon Looney turned into Moses Malone, turned into Dennis Rodman, turned into Drummond. He did everything. Um, and on the Terry on top is Steph Curry breaking the record for most points in a game seven with 50. It, it, was, it was one of them games where you look at it and be like, damn. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is 35, which is old. That's old in NBA years. And he's still in his prime. Literally still in his prime. I don't know many 35-year-olds throughout the course of history where 35 doesn't matter. And we're talking about a smaller guard, and he just he, – whether you threw two at him, didn't matter. He's relocating. He hitting threes. My thing is he puts so much pressure on the rim, which is something I've been asking the Warriors to do all series long because DeMontis Sabonis is just not that. Mm-hmm. And then he did it himself. Nobody mm-hmm. else was doing He's like, I'm going to get to the basket, the smallest man on the court other than Davion Mitchell. And he dropped 50, which was ridiculous. Underrated part of Steph Curry's game is his finishing ability for his size. And because he's such a good shooter, I don't think it gets – looked at enough he can go in there and really make some tough ones and he did that against uh sacramento um steph curry is the best player in the league right now it's not Giannis Antetokounmpo. it's not Jokic. it's not joel Embiid. it's steph curry can't be um, mad at that 
the way that he can dominate a game with a jump shot versus those guys who are more interior and we still see them get limited in certain instances is mind-blowing to me. Um, the fact that time and time again he answers the call with the jump shot is mind-blowing to me as well because you look at um, us even not being professional basketball players, closer you are, the easier the shot is. And he just does it, man. And, and even when he's not scoring, just the way you have to guard him, and it's one of the things I'm looking forward to in the Lakers series that I think could be um, something that can hurt the Lakers is the fact that they're going to have to communicate at all times and be locked in because this dude plus Klay Thompson um, just keeps your defense on its heels at all times. And that alone opens up certain situations for uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins' um, mid-range shot or isolation or, you know, just different actions that can happen. And I don't know. I just think in a closeout game with your back against uh, against the wall, 50 points, the way he delivered it, the fourth quarter, uh, the third quarter, 5 or 12 or 14 points when they needed it the most, uh, and he took on a challenge. The one thing I do want to say, because we're going to talk about the Warriors because they won – is the fact that the Sacramento Kings took this team to seven games and made them have Hell to fight this hard. Mm-hmm. Because I was a big believer that after game five, the Kings were going to go into San Francisco and they were going to fold and they were going to have this type of loss in game six because they had just lost three games in a row. They weren't able to take advantage of the game without Draymond Green. But they came in there in, Sac- in San Francisco on the road as a young team, inexperienced. They fought and they forced the game seven. And in that game seven in the first half, they gave the Warriors everything that they had in this entire series. And even in that game seven game, the Warriors had to win it and earn it and take it from the Kings because the Kings were that good. And I think all up until the fourth quarter, they played well. And then you saw the inexperience because they was it was like an eight, nine point window. And the Kings start trying to make home run three point plays to to erase the lead quickly. But um, I, I have to tip my hat off to the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. I mean, it really, literally, it took him to. It took a vintage game from Steph Curry to to beat the. To, I to can't beat call the it game. vintage though, because he's, he's still doing it. That's he true. is. He is. James Harden's game was vintage because he ain't dropped forty in four years. You're right. You're right. And I was just looking at uh, part of this made me go look at like the ages and stuff, and just like the oldest players in the league, and he's like top fifteen. Yes. Oh. Right. And it's just like he was doing it and a lot of it was the ISOs. A lot of it was that uh, I felt like that was part of the run that they went on is when he was constantly just getting to the ring, get into his right hand and stuff like that. But it literally took a game from a 50 point game from Steph Curry. It took a, a big game for Draymond, 20 rebounds for Kevin. Lewis. It took a, a huge game for them to beat the, uh, the Sacramento Kings. And like you said, I think they came out with all they got. Malik Monk had a really good game. Malik Monk, it kind of watching him do the series, it kind of makes you question like, what is his ceiling in this league? You know, it, can it be, can he ever get to like maybe an all-star level or close to it? I don't know, but he was playing, he was playing really well. You got to love De'Aaron Fox. It was just like, they needed him in that fourth quarter. He's been doing it the whole season long, but now in this, in the uh, game seven, it was just like, we kind of needed De'Aaron Fox to step up and I don't know. Yeah. The last two games you could tell that he was dealing with the hand yeah. where he was having turnover, like, like ball handling turnovers that De'Aaron Fox doesn't have. Um, also, the shooting went down dramatically. I think the first game with the splint, he started off the first quarter three for three from three, and then he missed every single one after that. Um, but, yeah, I want to give my praise to the Sacramento Kings because this was the best season in the last 20 years for them, which is which is dope. The The moment, the, the most important shot in the last 20 years for the Kings was in fucking Harrison Barnes' Barnes hands, hands in game yep. four. If Harrison Barnes hits that shot, 
we're not talking about the Warriors because the series is over. You know what I'm saying? So that just shows you I how good of a season it was. The stats are like all his game sevens, yeah. and they were all trash. Yeah, he's fumbling there. Um, but uh, yeah, when so you give all a lot the Kings of, have to do is take him out and put Kevin Durant in, and they have like, <laughs> they got it. It's, it's over. With. Maybe not because KD ain't been on none either. Um, with the Suns, with the Suns. <laughs> uh, but no, one hell of a se- uh, season and series for them. Um, and I think I want to give them even more credit on how they guarded in the series. Because, again, guarding the Golden State Warriors is the toughest thing in basketball. And they did it. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, Steph went off to 50, and he had a great series. But, like, they played as good of defense that – I can't wrap my arm around a mic. Not no more. They play as good of a defense as you can expect from a team on the Warriors. And they end up losing. The inexperience showed his face, and the Warriors showed, why, hey, we got four of them things, and we're undefeated in the Western Conference in the playoffs, which is a stat I didn't even recognize until after that game. Was it 19-0 and under the Steve Kerr in the Western Conference? With, with the big three playing as well. That's insane. I didn't see this. I've seen the... Um I've seen the one where just like Steph Curry never lost. Some shit with like Steph Curry in the first round, he's something like that, like he never lost or something. Um, oh. But it was it was some it was a lot of stats in that game, a lot of history in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just wow, because yeah, Steph Curry is just like that's the game you need for him when Clay Thompson he's having a rough game. Everybody's basically having a rough game. You need your star, and he, he answered the call. He, that's uh, a, I'm sorry, he um he became a vocal leader. Did y'all see yes. that report from Shams? Yes. Um, where he asked him to. Let me like rely on me, mm-hmm. and that was something that he notoriously hasn't done. Everybody knows him as a as a silent guy. Draymond is the heart and soul, the vocal leader of this team. But going into this game, he said, "Hey, if you already for vacation, don't get on this flight, don't get on this bus, don't get on this bus, and let me uh, take y'all home." And mm-hmm. he was a man of his word. And we don't get those type of moments from Steph Curry as far as him telling his team, "I got us." Yeah, and after that too, in the game, they were asking him because just about like his shot selection because. You don't really see Steph Curry th- take 36 shots in a game and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, this game, I, I hunted for my shot. And it's not something I usually do. My teammates always encourage Everybody in the world probably wants Steph Curry to be that dude that yeah. goes out there and tries to pull a 2016 James Harden where he's doing all the stuff and all the shots. But he, that's what makes him so great is he doesn't need to do. He can score in any aspect of the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, the game six uh – film session well post game six pre game seven film session where he had the speech i read that and i was i i, I liked it man um you know it said that he told draymond i got it like i'm gonna I'm take this one as far as talking and having a speech and rallying the guys up and i think that was that that's a that's a big thing when you're a leader who leads by example when you do speak people are going to be listening and they're going to take what you say serious and i think it had a, a big impact on everybody to say Shit, yeah, we're going to look to you because mm-hmm. we can't expect Jordan Poole to do shit. Yeah, it's a difference. Um, it's a difference, too, <laughs> when you go out there and you actually do it. Or uh, you go out there and you actually do it because, I mean, if you're just listening, you ain't got no other choice but to follow direction or follow suit or you're going to exactly. stand out like a, thor- a sore thumb. They said some of the shit he was saying, too, was directed at a Jordan Poole or Jonathan Kuminga who had been in their feelings about their role, minutes, or production or whatever, and it was like... He was saying that shit in, in the post-game pro- conferences, like, early in the game, like, we need... Because they were talking about, obviously, he's playing well, and I think, like, maybe it meant, like, Clay Thompson had a good game, and he's like, we need, obviously, the, the, the other players on the team, like... We need everybody. He's probably talking about specifically about the young guys, probably Jordan Poole, like to be locked in, understand yeah. these moments and everything like that. And you could just tell, like, 
he knows that he needs to get this. He needs to get the message across from everybody. No, they they do because that was that's one of my thing. That was and still is one of my biggest things when I look at this Warrior team. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that they are depending on so much youth than previous years. Of even like last year when you had Otto Porter, mm-hmm. Bielitsa, um, you brought back Gary Payton. Thankfully, um, in previous years you had the Sean Livingston, the David Wesses, the the Kent Bazemores. These aren't guys that are necessarily shifting a series, but these are guys who are professional. They're locked in. They understand the moment, understand the magnitude, and they're always ready and prepared for when their number is called, even if they haven't played in a couple of games. And when you're a young player, you have to you have to stay in that moment. Uh, Iguodala, too. How could I not mention Iguodala? You have to be able to stay in that moment. But it is hard because you're so anxious to to make your statement or to, to have your impact felt that if you don't play a game or you don't play, you know, two games, it can it, it, it can rupture, rupture your um your confidence and make mm-hmm. you shaky and overthink and have your mind elsewhere. It's a natural human thing. Mm-hmm. But it does take a leader like Steph, Dre, or Clay to reel everybody's focus back in, and I think they're going to need that, especially against your Lakers. Kamigas should play against the Lakers. Yeah, he, he should. should. Well, uh, at least, at least sunburn to <sighs> test it out. He should. I think this is going to be a great series. I think this is going to be as good as a Miami Heat and the Knicks. Um, the Lakers have to be respected. I know a lot. I, I talk shit to the Lakers all the time because Mike is a fan, and I, I hate. Think, Laker can we fans. clear that? This is the perfect frame for us to clear it up. Yeah, I talk shit about the Lakers because Mike is a fan. I talk shit about the Knicks because Pierre is a fan, and we shit on the Blazers because of Derek. That's the coll- that's our collect, and they do the same thing with the Bulls. The like Bulls, we, we yeah. talk, that's our collective like <laughs> just thing. Yeah, and sometimes it gets taken out of context. People don't know our relationship and stuff. But I have no ill will towards the Lakers and the Knicks exactly. or the Trailblazers. I love LeBron and I love Anthony Davis. That's just, the crazy part, right? I just hate the fact that Mike bring them up all the time, <laughs> yeah. and I hate Laker fans. Like, and like I like I've said a thousand Bro, times. I, I here. need that clip that when he's like, "I love LeBron, I love Anthony Davis." It looked like somebody paid him to say that <laughs> shit. I just I, I've even said it a lot, but I hate the Nick fans. I hate Nick fans. It, it's hard to be a Nick fan when you see people in your in that community being so fucking delusional at certain times. It frustrates me. I, I think I'm starting to hate. NBA fandom at a certain point because people are so biased in every aspect that it's like, bro, I get that you're a fan, but it's okay. I swear it's okay. I I, I swear it's 30 teams. Everybody's team can't be perfect. I I promise you it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I feel it's like that with the Lakers sometimes. We're like, y'all came in with championship aspirations. Your whole thing is to hang banner. That's all. I'm a Kobe fan. I've been a Laker fan before in my life. I know the way it is. And so when it's all of a sudden like, man, we 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 here. It's like, no, y'all not. <laughs> it's and it's okay because y'all still have LeBron, Anthony Davis. But it's like, no, y'all not. Y'all you you can't pop your shit when you came in to be a superior team and you barely made the playoffs. You can't pop your shit. I'm sorry. It, it's the it works the same way for the Bulls, Knicks, Blazers. The Rockets until the next year. Sixers. The Bulls be back, baby. It works the Fuck same no. way for every team. <laughs> when you're not playing well, as my job, I have to analyze it and criticize it. And it's like what KB said. When I go on Twitter and I finally say something about the Lakers, or I'm in my serious mode because I'm watching a game. Oh man, about time! Like no, it's no, not about time. I, I tweeted um, when Bron got the game winner or game tired to go to overtime against the Grizzlies. I just tweeted the crown emoji. Somebody replied to it. Um, who paid you for this tweet? And that shit got like 400 <laughs> likes. I'm like, That's damn, all they be bro. talking about me and my Twitch chat is just like, why they be hating on the Lakers? Why they be hating yeah, on the Lakers? Yeah, nobody hates on the Lakers, man. 
Nobody hates on the Lakers. Well, nobody here. I'm sure they're real people there. Chance but nobody said everybody sure. hates the Lakers, though. Who said? Chance, the rapper. Thank you, Mike, for this is the second time of dead air um, on the podcast. But no, I think I'm the series can good giggles out of it, so it's funny. <laughs> I think this series can be good, and yeah. I'm I'm mixed because because your mom and dad. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see both of these franchises lose and win at the same time. That's kind of how I feel too. Well, I'm more on the winning side. I'm more so like. I think it, I think it would be a good story if yeah. the Warriors did it again. Like just oh, it like would this, be. Whoo. But also. Uh-huh. Part of me is a little hater. I'm tired of seeing you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I want to see like some drama. I love Steph Curry though, so it's hard. Uh, yeah, to it's see hard to root against Steph Curry. Right. I, I say I'm more so on the wins side, but the win side, but it's against my team. So it's right, like I say that because I know if the Warriors lose, they have to have some conversations. Big what conversations. happens with Draymond yep. Green? Are we making Jordan Poole expandable? And for an NBA fan and a a, a report, uh, a, a analyst, that helps my job. Yeah. For the Lakers, if y'all lose, ha ha. Y'all lost. I can say that to the people who really bother when I'm just talking shit to you. But y'all, if the Lakers win, I think this could be a big indication for Anthony Davis. That's another oh, yeah. conversation. We, we don't I, walk out this without a W without Anthony Davis being all I, He has to be the best player on the court. Have y'all he been do. seeing? There's been little conversations that Anthony Davis is as good as Giannis or better than Giannis. And I know it's very recent bias because Definitely. of how the Bucks perform. But I don't believe that. But we all are Anthony Davis fans, and we've all, for the years of us running this podcast, have said or have thought that the conversation was going to be Anthony Davis be. versus Giannis is who it is the best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no I feel like because of that recent thing that just happened to the Bucks and Giannis, if Anthony Davis propels and the Lakers go on a run, even if they may not win it, but if they just go on a run, but I do think if they get far enough, they're gonna win the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But if they go and they, they do it, and like you said, in order for that to happen, he has to be the guy, the best play. We have us a fucking conversation. Yeah, because boy, time. It, it's, man, that would be so fucking. Right fun. now, he is the most dominant defensive guy in the league. Right now, by far, twenty six blocks in six games. Yeah, there's Come on, there, man. there's no question about that. But then you have the games where he 13 offensively points, 13, thirteen points. 13, like if he could points. just keep that aggression, but he does I, that and then he has thirty-one. Yes, I'm a, he's had brilliant games though, where he's had like fifteen points, but he has sure. six blocks, mm-hmm. fourteen. The boards. game one, he had but twenty-two, we, I know, fifteen, and like seven no doubt blocks. about it though. When he's got thirty points and fifteen boards, we need those games, bro. Like he has those type of players. Y'all around. need it as Lakers, but we need it as fans. Both, yes, both. Because honestly, and you, we all been talking about it, but like. He's always had the potential to be in that conversation, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it was back to to the 2020 uh, championship when he, you know, the Lakers won. The Lakers won, but when they're playing and he's healthy, he's always that always talking about defensive player of the year. We thought he was going to be a defensive player of the year, a front runner. Like I'm telling you, coming off that championship, he's going to win it next year. He's going to win it next year, and that's what that's what I'm saying. We yeah, always if have he takes, these, if he takes his momentum, he just needs to play games. That's it. That's literally it. If he hits the threshold or whatever it might be for DPOY, he's going to win it, bro. But that's for everything. Mm-hmm. But that's a big thing, and it's become so hard to ignore because we haven't had it. And so you have to kind of hold him accountable. And then yeah. it got to the point where I had said a few years ago, it's like the idea of Anthony Davis had been better. But now he kind of turning a corner. The Lakers' success is, is, is a large part on him because we're starting to see LeBron James' age catch up. You know yep. what I mean? He's one of eight from three and shit like it's, he's settling more. You know, it's, it's a toll on his body. Right? He's shooting so, my age from three-point right now. So I would love to see <laughs> – I would love to see this postseason we finally see Anthony Davis take that torch 
and we see him propel himself back into that conversation of being one of the top five players in the league and challenging a guy like Giannis. Because I, I think people forget yeah. how good he was. Like 2020 championship year, he was amazing. But like even pre that, like those years and with the Pelicans, we was like, damn, we just we cannot wait for a team to be built around him, or he gets to a new place. And then obviously the first year of the Lakers, they win the championship. But since then, it's been really rocky. And I think right now he's back going to that like. I can't say prime version because what is he, 29, 30? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he's 42, but like we're getting all of those moments again. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to help out the Lakers because as we see in the last couple games of the last series, LeBron is showing his age to an extent. He's still one of the greatest in the league right now. But but games five, if this was four years ago, LeBron doesn't shoot. Six or 15 shots and nine of them be threes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That's just him catching up. Like, okay, we don't need to win this game. We'll come back at home and we end up closing it out. Um, and Anthony, if Anthony Davis could just say, I got us, Brian. We need it that. will be nasty. Half of my that. video yesterday was just about that. It was about the Warriors. They won game seven and Steph Curry, legendary performance, best player in the league, whatever. But the other half was about what Anthony Davis could do if he brought it to the series, because nobody on the Warriors can fuck with him. No, Draymond no. Green, I respect hey. you, all-time defender. You can't fuck with Anthony Davis, so you're not going to get that assignment. You're probably going to Kevon Ron. Looney, I Kevon love Looney, you. cut it out. I love you. Cut it out, Kevon Looney. So you, how do y'all feel like the defense like is going to play? Because I, I thought that maybe Wicks would get Bron's assignment. You're absolutely right, but who would Kevon Looney guard? Jared Vanderbilt? V- Vando. You might you might. No, no, right. no, no, no. Kevon Looney's guarding Anthony Davis. Right. He's guarding Anthony and Davis. And he can't fuck with him. Yeah. It's a little bit different. I was saying this in my video where, like, guarding Sabonis for them, they made it look easy because Sabonis is a bruiser and Kevon Looney and Draymond Green are never going to back away from a battle in the post. But Anthony Davis is a lot more finesse. finesse. Where, like, they guarded DeMontis Sabonis as if he was Ben Simmons. If he was not within two feet. Anthony Davis is knocking it down. He's knocking the mid-range down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is one of his lower mid-range shooting seasons. But, like, you trust him way more than Sabonis. And Sabonis was doing that little flip shot. It was going in every once in a while. But I think the Warriors live with that shot 100% of the time. Anthony Davis a dude that can punish you by by sagging off him by playing that drop coverage. So, I, I think defensively this is going to be a, a a crazy game, and I, I'm right a little though. bit of worried. Weakness on Bron. Yeah. Weakness on Bron. Um, worried about y'all's ability to what he said earlier communicate 100 percent of the time because I For think sure. the Kings made it look easier. They were more locked in than I've seen the Lakers be recently, and the Lakers one of the best defense teams of basketball. Don't get me wrong, but I've seen a lot of moments in Lakers season, even post them being the best defensive team of basketball past the All Star break, where there's a lot of hiccups where they're like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here," and then yeah. they they were okay because it wasn't Steph Curry. Now it's Steph Curry, and now it's Clay, Clay Thompson, yeah. where you cannot have the moments where it's like this, and now you're uh, having Dennis Schroeder be the Don, uh, Davion Mitchell or De'Aaron Fox just chasing all chasing game Steph long. Curry, yeah. Let's I'm be a, real. The Grizzlies had a lot of good looks. They didn't I'm, make I'm worried yes, about that. Yeah, a lot of them. We already talked about how Dylan Brooks, if he would have made his jumpers, but no. And I maybe think, his good looks was because they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they literally <laughs> was like, hey, you know. No, I think we've seen a little taste of that with, with Desmond Bain. I felt like a lot when a lot of his big games, he was coming off screens, you know, and just like pick and roll. But some of them was just like simple down screens or coming off double screens. Like those are things that's 10 times worse when it's Klay Thompson and Steph yeah. Curry. But again, I think it's a little bit more attention to detail. And, you know, and you've seen in the later games, I felt like we kind of keyed in on that, too. Like it was just simple, obviously, communication, but it takes, you know, consistency and, you know, you have to have like a little bit of camaraderie and all that just little shit just to have like to be able to switch, especially with the the Golden State Warriors. But I think they're going to be ready, um, especially with the additions. We got a lot of athletes on the team. You know, Vando obviously is going to have a lot of defensive responsibility. Um, Do you trust Rui Hachimura defensively against a team like the Warriors? I, 
You know I think what? that's a lot I, of the series is gonna go through that. It's it's very questionable, but the way he's been shooting the ball and the way he's been on offense, it's kind of hard to take him off the court. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm expecting. I Dennis do. Schroeder was probably one of the first names I thought you about trust him? against Gary Payton the third. Oh, okay, <laughs> just mirror. I mean, those like minutes. Andrew Wiggins, he's gonna have the the little bit of lesser assignment. He's gonna be have times where he's switched. Wiggins gonna fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, Wiggins ain't had had a good offensive. Wiggins go series, fuck him up, but man. I'm I'm assuming Wiggins is about to wake up eventually. He's had some slight small spots where it's like, okay, there's yeah, a little bit of it, stuff. Right? But no, I I I'm definitely that would be the most I'm worried about is obviously is their ability to get up threes. Um, but it's it's really gonna be on Anthony Davis to to control the paint, you know, because he does have the finesse. But I think it's he has the best of both worlds where he can bruise you inside, he can get offensive rebounds, can't have nasty tip dunks. We need a lot of that, and then just we need. We need like two or three role players. Obviously, we need LeBron to be. Oh, you, well, you can expect Austin Reeves. I think we he's need Austin Reeves. We need D'Lo to have not a stinker. I, I, I don't think he can. I don't think just not a stinker. If you could get a a game or two of D'Lo, and I ain't talking about the thirty points that he put up the other mm-hmm. night, but like just quality minutes. I'm expecting them to probably Vano gonna be on the floor. I'm expecting them to probably give him a lot of space. He's been yeah. every t- every t- every game I've seen, even since he's joined. He's got open three. They're not guarding him. They're just going to give him the Draymond open three, is going to so. roam on his assignment. I want to I want to see him go at Draymond. Not offensively, but I want to see him match his energy. I want to see him be oh, everywhere. For sure, I want to sure. see him be a pest. You know I didn't, you know I always remember that game against the Mavericks. He literally won yes, the game all yes, energy all down 26 27 whatever board, it was. Put back, yeah. I don't know how good y'all are when it comes to rebounding. Um, but that, I mean, obviously, that was one we of have the determinant factors. Davis. It's on Anthony, Anthony Davis. Sometimes yeah. gets seven, or he gets but we seven. also have like players like Vando that rebound. You know, obviously, LeBron was going to hang around the rim. He going to rebound. We have players that can rebound at a high level. It's just I think the Rui effort, can huh? Rui rebounds. Yeah, Rui. I think it just sometimes comes down to effort on nights. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's for most teams. So far in the playoffs, uh, Anthony Davis on a long mid range jump shot is shooting forty percent. Um, which is solid. That's solid. That's, that's better than what. It's still every time he take them tough shots, I'd be still grimacing like man. He makes them. I'd be like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. a turnaround mid range, and he just. Made what was the one he was like? Uh, I, I do this. Know. He said some shit out there. He had made a big turnaround play like, not too long ago. But this is the thing: first ever playoff game, thirty-five seven and four blocks. Second ever playoff game, twenty-six and eleven, twenty-nine and fifteen. Against the Warriors, thirty-six and eleven. Yep, against the Warriors. Yeah. 35 and 14, 22 and 12, five. Uh, two I remember blocks, where I was blocks. for game one. That's a cr- I'm vividly remembering where Bro, I you was. know what? I was just remembering the other Closed day. Closed out game against the Trailblazers. With that game seven? 47. Shit. Yeah, that was a nasty one. I was remembering. Ooh, I, remember I, was, I was in Milwaukee for that game. Hey, hey, no, quick shot. I got actually a couple quick shout outs. First of all, I want to give us like we shout need out, approval. <laughs> shout out to the people that, I, that love the game of basketball or just enjoy watching the game, but sometimes you have to work. I remember in Game Seven against the Cavs Warriors. I remember I was at work that game, and I was Damn. I was literally listening to it on my phone. Damn. And I like obviously the war uh, the the Cavs won, and I remember that's when I told my manager like, "Oh, the Cavs won, the Cavs won." And she's like, "I hate LeBron," because mm. she went on because uh, the interview he was like, "I'm still, still LeBron," yeah, and all yeah. that. He's like, "Yeah, he's so cocky, all that." I hate LeBron. I wish he had Terry's ACL. Damn, I wasn't at that what? job. This is that that, this is uh, Goodwill. Goodwill, okay. But no, shout you know, out to the – Suzanne also hates LeBron. And I asked her why the other day. Yeah. I hope it ain't because – never mind. <laughs> because she knows he did something recently, and it was off-court stuff. She said she, – she told me, like, oh, I'll mess with LeBron off the court. I'm like, fucker, you don't watch enough basketball <laughs> to, to dislike him on the him court. When have you ever watched LeBron play Bro, ball? me and Dana have some of the funniest back-and-forth arguments because she does that in music. 
she'll just call a legend not garbage because she don't like something. And I'd be like, yo, don't leave this house saying that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, girls is funny with that. Like, she she said somebody was better than somebody the other day, and I'm like, you can't name me three of his songs, but you just like him, like as a per, like you just think he cool, mm-hmm. but you're not even listening to their music. Hey, being cool go a long way though. Uh, you was giving another shout out to who? My fault. Also, yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Dennis and a happy birthday shout out to Walter. Um, I got these. He DM me talking about Walter's birthday was yesterday. It was shout on Monday. Walter. Happy birthday. birthday! If y'all remember in our first live in New York, that was that's the same Walter. Remember, I was like. I thought that was gonna be an old dude that showed up. Oh, but wow. that's the that was the. Remember, oh, they're in college now. Wow. They're in college Damn, now. Damn, that's crazy. That's how long ago it was. Man. So happy birthday to happy Walter. Birthday. College. Um, crazy. happy birthday to my boy Emster. His birthday was a couple of days ago, but I don't remember giving him a shout out last time. So shout out to him. Somebody else tweeted me talking about it was their birthday. I wish you would have DM me. You shouldn't tweet me because I'll lose the tweet. But if you DM me, it's always gonna be here. And sh- a happy birthday to Ant. Uh, he just turned 18 two days ago. He's been watching Anthony since he was 13. Damn. Damn. We, whole high school, huh? Whole hey. high school years. They, we watching each other grow up. That's cr- that's the real crazy part. Yeah. Especially when you look at like some of our old episodes and like how much everybody has evolved in front of the camera or on the microphone. Just looks, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Pierre, Pierre kind of looks the same. Yeah, happy somebody showed the picture. I think it was Naran. Happy birthday to Hindi, too. He said he, he's a fan of the podcast. He just turned 21 the other day. Turn so up. Shout out to Hendy, man. Shout out to Hendy. You know that picture that we took in my apartment that was like the focal picture for everything? And then it was like a newer picture with Shams. I think Naran tweeted it. Yeah. And everybody's like, everybody looked different except for Pierre. <laughs> yeah. We do need new pictures because they showing the stuff on the yes, NBA bro. stuff. Um, shout out to TNT for that, like on the sidelines. And Mike still has fucking blondes reds in that picture. We need to send them this one where he's. Don't send them this one because I got a beard. I don't have a beard. No, no I mean, just, just a mic. Just Everybody mic. else looks uh, like uh, I mean, okay. can yeah, I, I talk about his hair? My hair is longer, but who, I don't really care that but much. But no, yeah. I got a tan snap back on. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> yeah, we, just give Mike this new picture, and I think everything will work perfectly. No, uh, how about how about we actually get real pictures? I want my mama to see my real face. Yeah, I respect that, too. Let's, let's get some real pictures. Yeah, I, we, need I'm the, happy. We, we need a rebrand for sure. I'm happy with the, the promo, picture where we you, got, you got the thumb. <laughs> it's like this. It looks like you get you giving. I think it's me and KB. It looks bunny like you're giving, uh, giving us bunny Somebody ears. Somebody in the comments yeah. like, P30, you still trying to do bunny ears. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I can't just... I, I can't just be having a good time with my people. I gotta. What you want? If I held a gun up, I'd be. You like me more, huh? <laughs> that motherfucker just took a turn. <laughs> no That's what they want to see. They want to see thuggish, ruggish. They want to see me destroying thuggish, my community. Bomb. You know what I mean? They watch Snowfall and they give all the love to fucking Franklin, and he's killing his community by giving the people in there crack cocaine. And rob and killing and See, I need dealing. to get I need to get when on you, my when, when you're a shows, menace, bro, when you're a menace to society and you kill and you uh poison your own community and you put your community down, they love you. But if you're just having a good time being nice <laughs> I was just joking. Um but yeah, man. Anything else about the Warriors Lakers series? What does this mean for LeBron's legacy <laughs> if he loses Steph Curry and the Warriors again? Again, oh man. No, no, no. It's none of that. I'm more so concerned about that age shit with LeBron. Like yeah. you said, you can kind of see it now and he still got the glimpses and it's LeBron. But man, it's like, it, it still baffles me from that one game where we seen him sitting in the corner and Austin Reeves was closing down. It's just like, I, that was, I, game, I that was game one. <laughs> he yeah, started off know. that way. I don't know how long like this can last. Shout out to Bron, though, man. He got to take that torch, man. He do. 
You do. AD got to take the door. If a, if the Lakers went on a run <clears throat> and they did go to the finals and Anthony Davis was the leader, does that put him in a conversation for being one of the best players in the game? He'd be right. He'd be back in top ten for sure. Because mm-hmm. I what think about he, top five, he could be in there. If they if they if that happens and he goes if and they won it and he was Finals MVP averaging thirty two twelve yeah the and conversation three blocks. Will be there. It sound like music to my ear <laughs> look at him would he be the number one player in the league I don't think he'd get number one but no. I think he people will make the conversation that's all I want is conversation <laughs> well let's keep some conversation by talking about the the Boston Celtics fumbling a y'all fucking see them shoes. game man y'all see them shoes y'all <laughs> what see came them Adidas shoes? out to the socks. He yeah, did. three stripes on the side. Shout out man. to our Adidas family for hooking up. Wait, shout out to our Adidas family for hooking us up, man. Um, Thanks. Yo, that's hella love, bro. I was just going through my. I still have some of the tags on it. It's that Petty. same. Petty. Yeah. I've worn everything at least for once. No, nah, I haven't worn a mint. Uh, I've worn a mint. What do you do? But they gave they gave us one that's like suede-ish? You know what I'm talking about? You talking about the white one? one? Yeah, I haven't yeah. worn that I one. I literally, that's the one I'm talking about. I haven't worn that one. Okay. I haven't worn that yet. I saw you in the tracks uh, jacket. You came to the podcast with it on yep, a little while the white ago. One. Oh, that no, one. I rock that coat all the time. Okay, yeah. I said I wore that one either. Me either. That shit, bro. You I got what? so much shit. I don't have to. You know, I don't. I'm just. Joking. I don't have enough Adidas sneakers to make it work. Yeah, don't. I have two That's pair why of I can't sneakers. wear the mint. I have like yeah. three or four. That's why I hit the group chat yesterday because I was trying to get my oh, Adidas on. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I didn't buy any of those. Though. Even these, I I wore these only in here because mm-hmm. I hooped in these. Mm-hmm. Not wearing these outside. I got some flip flops. Right. You might drop forty five next time you put those on on the court. I think I dropped about forty. When I, the first time I wore these. There we go. I was fucking daring them up. <laughs> I was just at the gym. That not look hard to fuck D Mills up. And I was oh, stepping man. back like hard. You should have stepped over him too. I hate when NBA players do that. <laughs> but yeah, James Harden went into Boston. Boy, that boy was spazzing. Vintage, that's vintage everywhere. right there. Yeah, that's vintage. And yeah, it was vintage too because it reminded me how strong he was because he wasn't really getting to the rim, but he was putting that body into it, and he was getting that little step back. Yep. He had one finish. I was like, okay. Yeah, he yeah, got he up did. on He one. had a couple finishes. Yeah. He got to the rim. Um, and uh, you know what? You know I think played a big part? That nine-day rest between the last game and this mm-hmm. game. Cause so you the, think the next game he going to have a dud? I ain't saying that much, but <laughs> nah, I'd say. He did. I think he had like two or three buckets where he got that big shooter's bounce. Where I said, like, yeah, damn, yeah. they hit the top of the backboard. Oh, my in for God. It was all over the place. But yeah. he started off crazy, like yeah, 12 straight points in the first quarter alone. Um, and then obviously closed out the game. And I was asking, like, okay, this this is a problem with Twitter or NBA Twitter specifically. I made it, I asked a genuine question. I'm in the moment, I'm excited about Harden, and I say, like, damn, that shot step back on Al Horford to, to seal the game. It's probably the biggest shot of James Harden playoff career. Right? I'm living in the moment. And I asked, like, what other ones can you think about that even rival this? Motherfuckers quoting it. Ah, look who wasn't watching in 2012. <laughs> like, Bro. God, because because that was a decade ago, and it wasn't on top of mind, and he was the sixth man of the year there. I was thinking about in Houston is what came to Right, when right? he was the guy. When he was the guy. And the only moment that people talked about, um, he had the one game winner against the Warriors in game three in 2016. They ended up losing at five, whatever. Um, and then the block on Lou Dort in game seven uh, in the bubble. This game reminded me of that, what was that, that Christmas game against the Warriors where he just looked like the heart, the the he did everything that game. Right? And he hit the biggest, over Draymond? He hit was the that Christmas? Shot. I, I think, think that was Christmas. The, one, the Draymond have, shot wasn't Christmas. That might have been like season opener. I think it was in like January. We're your game in January type oh, shit. Okay. I don't even think it was significant, but it was on TV. Yeah, and it was just it was a huge game because 
for whatever reason, it was just like the Rockets versus the Golden State Warriors, and he just took over. I'm still not used to seeing shot. him in a Sixers jersey. You know what, bro? Weird, you know bro. what? That's so fucking funny. I was watching the game, <laughs> and it's just especially without Joel Embiid there, because like when you see Joel Embiid, you think Sixer. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the court, you're just like. It's Aiden McDaniel, <laughs> PJ Tucker, like oh, it's like that shit looked like a my like a association team Seriously, out there. The, the motherfuckers, the motherfuckers like, wearing number one, yep. yes. which I've never seen James Harden ever wear a single digit number yep. ever in my life. He's always been thirteen from Arizona State to fucking OKC to Houston, even in Team USA wore number twelve. Mm-hmm. So to see him wearing number one, and then yeah, Philly. Uh, I still feel a way about KD. Yeah. I but at least that's like fresh and new. Oh, yeah. what number did James Harden wear? I forget the motherfucker played in Brooklyn. Yeah. Thirteen, he wore. That that was so fast, and he had them damn braids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I I he's a rocket to me. He's a rocket forever to and me. always. He he'll be back. I hope so. I'm not saying I'm not the one to speculate this this season, but he's gonna end his career as a rocket for sure. On some, even if it's on some Paul Pierce one day contract shit, he still works out there in the off season. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan Brooks is now free agent, so yeah. there, there's his running mate for next year if it happens. What about Jalen Green? You can package him there. So. That's what they say, and that's what the rumors. I don't believe those rumors though. I do until it happens. I won't believe it. Uh, but I'll be interested if it's the case. Mm-hmm. Package him up, send him to the Bulls, get you with DeRozan or Zach Levine. No, 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 I know or. No, DeRozan and no Zach Levine and Jalen Green on the same court sounds awful. No, it does sound really. It's a awful. lot of athleticism. A lot of athleticism. A lot of uh, shots. You know why this also felt like two kiddo? Shot, 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 Because they just kept running that pick and roll and trying Spam to get switch. And and that's why I Al, said Paul, hey, PJ Tucker had a great game <laughs> with his zero attempts. He did. He um, was setting the hardest screens, and I don't understand how the Boston Celtics continue to play drop coverage. They Al, kept switching Al, Al Horford on him. I just don't understand. Hey, I. Al Horford can do his job, right? Al Horford is still one of the best, probably one of the best like, and smartest defenders in the league. He, asking him at 35, he was on that list, too, of the oldest players mm-hmm. to just defend in space. It's, it's just hard, bro. Yeah. I don't care who you is. And you can see there was times where it's like three, four seconds left, and it's just like he Celtics still not showing help. It's just like I, I, don't, I don't know what you expect Al Horford to do in those situations. He wasn't very good in the Atlanta series either. I'm sure he's going because he's Al Horford. I, I trust him. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't understand how you still run drop coverage. You gave up 119 points to a Joel Embiid list 76 or 10. That's, That's inexcusable, crazy. bro. It's inexcusable. And I went back to look at, like, okay, last year, what were they doing in the playoffs? They had three games against the Bucs where the Bucs didn't score 100 points. They had a couple games against Miami where Miami didn't score 100 points. If you look at their last five games, and that's including the Atlanta series and then this one, 114 points. They gave up 130 points one game to the Atlanta Hawks. Well, like, yeah, they definitely they they, have they not been the same. Falling defense falling off. Their defense don't be – they exactly well, their defense isn't what they what it was in the regular season at all times. I feel like there's glimpses of it and there's like times you're like, okay, now they're locked in. And I think that was kinda like in, in a lot of the end games of the Hawks series that they kinda pulled out. But it's just like, man, sometimes it's like they just they can't defend in space. Like they give up a hundred and you know, X amount of points. They shot almost seventy percent from the field. Uh, over seventy percent from the first half. And they were up by three points, bro. <laughs> what is but, that? You know what? I was looking Shout at- out to Anthony Melton, man. I was looking oh, at uh, shout out to. Him. I wanted to see the stats to just like how Philly plays without Joel Embiid and stuff like that. And honestly, 
They had the similar stats of what they played. They put up like 120 points a game without him. So he him. shouldn't be the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I would say all that. He go. We find out tonight. But it was another MVP. thing is they they just hit so many threes, bro. They're gonna they're gonna go into that that kind of like former or well, it's a different regime, but Rockets. like that rocket shit where they're gonna launch up threes. One of the games I was looking back, they shot almost 50 threes <laughs> in a damn game. So they gonna get them up, they bro. They hit up. 17 in that one game, and that kind of was a little bit of the difference. Yeah, the, the Celtics are prone every game to like two minutes in the fourth quarter where they're terrible. And sometimes the first two minutes, sometimes it's the last two minutes. In this game, it was the last two that minutes. That Malcolm Brogdon turnover was crazy. Ridiculous. Hor- hor- horrendous. I've never possession. seen a team pray that they got a shot clock violation. Like, that. that's what was happening. Um, and Tyrese Maxey played huge in this one. Um, big moments like, like that one, but also some big shots. He had one on the baseline that was ridiculous. Um, the, the play at the end for the Celtics scratched my head, too. You got Marcus Smart going to the baseline to get the inbound to go downhill mm-hmm. and potentially throw See, it to Tatum. But listen, though, I felt like I could have seen that play happen, and maybe it was just a little bit of the time. I, how much time was it, like five, six? I don't like know. Six, it was time, just bro. like maybe they didn't execute it right because you could kind of see the play develop because he catches the ball at whatever, like kind of like the elbow area. And you could see Jason Tatum get the little movement and he starts cutting to the basket. But Marcus Smart just went. And so I don't know if he didn't execute it right, or maybe it was like maybe drop it down, but it just wasn't. That's like, such a. It should have just been in Jason Tatum's hands in the first place. Literally, but like literally. you can cancel that's all that out. That's trying to train. cancel. You know what all I think out. it was? It's overthinking. Yeah. Because in previous moments like this, their one play that they run is Jason Tatum ISO from the half court. He runs to get. Didn't they beat? They beat Philadelphia, Philadelphia like that. on that <laughs> same play. Yeah. Same play. And I think Mazzulla's like, you know what? They know it's coming, so let's do something different. And but where Jalen Brown attempted with three shots after the first quarter, and three he, he he didn't miss really the whole game. Yes, um, so he either the ball didn't get back to him yeah, as James Harden would say. Like, oh, okay, uh, but yeah, it was that's that's an inexcusable loss. I know anybody can lose on any given night in the NBA. No, for but sure. Considering the stakes and Joel Embiid not being there, this was they were a ten point favorite in this game. The only the this is the worst loss of the playoffs. The only loss that may be arguable was that the Warriors. Well, well, the well. well I was going to say, I was gonna say just the Bucks in general. With Giannis against the Heat. Well, shit, the Heat was a better team. <laughs> yeah. On paper, the yeah, Bucks are better, but they, they, they. No, they, no, no, no. No, he, I, I'm going to refute that just because they had a 14 point lead in that in that game five and lost it. They had a 15, a 16 point lead too in another game. So yeah, so, shit. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The I, reason I say it's the worst loss is because they don't have MB. Yeah. yeah. Like, if the Bucks, if the Heat were losing without Giannis, that would have been like, damn, for real? Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers ain't have Joel and MB. I mean, I. Yeah. And this is just me trying to like paint a picture or whatever, but maybe it's just like he was questionable coming to the game. Obviously, most likely he wouldn't go play. They just didn't know how to prepare for it. I no, guess. if that's the case, that's terrible coaching because everybody, we all knew. When Sean said he's doubtful, I'm, that's out, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's an out. Shout when they say he had to go Sean. through plot, plasma, something, something, the motherfucker's not playing through that. Yeah. So I would assume that they prepped for him not to be there. Mm-hmm. And still ended up. And with the only reason I say that is just because Philly and like I said, they know, and so they're already prepping. But like they look smooth out you know there. You know what the they didn't prep for? What James Harden to drop forty because he hadn't done that since twenty twenty. They they couldn't. Pre- they did not predict that he was going to take over offensively like he did. They probably thought, okay, we we look at the footage with no Joel Embiid. He's never been. He still hasn't been Houston Rockets version of himself. So let's prep for the other guy. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's funny? Uh huh. They're going to do the same thing in the next game. Because Joel Embiid, he shouldn't play for game two. I don't think he will. I think they said he's questionable for, like, game three. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go in there and they're going to say, do it again. 
I, th- I would too. If I'm Boston, I know that's a heartbreaking ass loss. Like you For play sure. like shit. But it is what it is. But yeah, it you is what it is. Gonna sweep them. The I'm thinking to myself Knicks. like, yeah. hey, bro, we were killing them in the paint. You know, our jump shots yeah. weren't falling, but we got to the paint at will. It, it, they in the hit. first half, at least. Second half, they didn't even try. Yeah, and it was just like Derek White had a poor. And on the opposite work. side, Philly, they yeah, they gonna shoot the ball, but it's a lot harder to consistently beat people with jump shots than it is at getting to the rim and getting. The I mean, the one thing that may ball Paul to hit four clutch free throws. Too. That was crazy. I couldn't believe the first two. I was like, whoa, right? Whoa, I had to go look up his free throw percentage. Hey, is he like that? that? Was a 75 percent yeah. this year? His he career sixty six. But the thing is, if Harden don't have forty five, you know what could help? Maxi shot the ball. Kind of bad. I mean, mm-hmm. he kept shooting and he played through it. But now, what if Maxi has him a thirty-point game? Right, because mm-hmm. you know he's good for it. Uh, I guess the, I think they said on on the broadcast against the uh, Celtics, he averaged ten points per game in the regular season in four games, which is that's ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. Um, I probably would average ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. And they ain't even say the shooting splits. And I'm gonna Bro, assume they're bad. You don't think I average ten against them in four games? And I'm getting his minutes. Derek White's still taller than you. No, Derek White is my height. Mm. He got the hair. Sure. Part of them, part of them, them uh, points against the Celtics is getting on that break. All the, he gone, all the, all he the, said at halftime, we got to push the pace, and he did immediately. Very next play. All the shots PJ don't take, I'm taking. Because <laughs> he definitely just didn't even look at the rim, which is fine. You know, you can't no, even get play played. He played he a good have game. P going to take one of them screens. Uh, <laughs> a supposed to stat one of them screens PJ is supposed to do and had like eight bruises on him from people running through. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Jokic. Well, if I get hit in the nuts like Tatum, I ain't coming back in. <laughs> yeah, you good. Every every series is good for one one nut tap. DJ said, and they said it was accidental. No, it was. It was. That it shit was. was so blatantly on the tip of his. <laughs> <laughs> that boy got accuracy. Don't he? Accidental accuracy. Oh man, Tatum played through it. Tatum played through it. That's why they lost. Yep. Because if that ain't happened, Tate was going to take over. <laughs> he was already in his bag. Marcus yeah. Smart be having some lucky ass shit, don't he? That yeah. and one was crazy. Yeah. He, had, <laughs> he just threw it like up. He had like two. Then he had back to back. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and I was pissed because he had zero at halftime. And yeah, had right. a, <laughs> yeah. 5.5 on FanDuel for like a plus 110. And you ain't taking like, oh, it. I'm like, he's going to get six. I'm like, I ain't, do, I ain't fucking with Marcus Smart. He got two at once. Yeah. yeah. Derek White, I'm expecting him to just, just shoot better, yeah. honestly. Malcolm Brogdon just don't give the ball to the other team. <laughs> that turnover is so. I think like Tyrese played it so well, but I think he was he was a surprise himself when he was that he going caught to the score, ball. He was kind of like He's trying to figure it, out was it a shot clock yeah. or not. I think he even traveled Me because he, um, he, traveled. he didn't know. Uh, but also, Jalen Brown is going to touch the ball more than three times in the second half. That's my assumption. Uh, but what what a hell of a game for Philly, man! For a series that was like okay, it's going to start off with Boston up at least one uh, two zero. Nope. Nope, not anymore. And James Harden, like a true leader, go y'all ass to the locker room. Yeah, Don't be out here tapping. He, he know his damn more. self. You know we finna yeah. get fucked he up. He know his <laughs> damn self. That <laughs> My body hurt like a bitch right game. now. I can't play in two days. You uh, know, the next game might be a lot different. And it's crazy because I was telling my chat, they were asking me, especially Tyrese Maxey fan, you know, he's like, you going to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you going to be. change his name? I hope his so. name is. 215 Carson. No, Carson. You know who I ain't seen? How do I know your chat more than you? You then? know who I ain't seen? Because I'm so used to calling him Tyrese. Especially yeah. since the last Ooh. round. But all I can call me, where, the, where you at? He pulled up He pulled <laughs> up the other day. Oh, you mean, oh, you said since the, since, oh, wow. Since they got the ears, bro. Yeah. He did pull up your chat the other day. He was telling you to change the song. That's, That's all the only he thing fucking I remember does. And I'm like, bro, I'm my, my bad is not G Herbo, bro. 
<laughs> but no, Tyrese was in the chat. He's like, he um, looked exactly the way I pictured him looking. No. <laughs> that's that's the funny part. He uh, was like, "Is you gonna be streaming the the Sixer game?" And I'm and I'm like, "Bro, I'm not for the stream that shit. That shit gonna be bogus as hell. Like, mm-hmm. Philly probably gonna get that's their how ass I felt too. That's exactly how I felt. I, I thought opposite, that I was gonna so be able to watch the first quarter. Deep. It was gonna be some of the blowout. Then I could go not do other shit, but like pay less attention. Never happened. Never happened. And I'm happy it didn't. I ate biscuits the other day. Fucking fire. You made or ate? I made biscuits. First of all, I'm the only person that cook in my household nowadays. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't believe that. All right. Why is it the case? I'm I'm the only person that, that cook. Why well, Suzanne don't cook? She too busy she doing other shit. She cooks Avery. Oh, she cooks Avery Smells. But like I made that ramen. I've been cooking. I made biscuits. My house too. But I mean like I made biscuits. I didn't go get a roll of biscuits and pop it open and put it in the oh. oven. I made biscuits. Did you actually yeah. like when I know I sent you that channel? Did you actually go through some of those videos? Hell yeah. You needed. You need I recognize her when you, you sent needed it. the dough. Uh, no, because be needing dough. because Suzanne can't have normal wheat. So I, that's why I had to make it myself because she can't have wheat and I can't have dairy. So it's like we need some special and shit. And y'all like her making life. So far, Avery has not shown any form of allergy. <laughs> that's funny. So. Oh, good. good uh, so good, far, man. and babies usually don't. It usually develop when you're like two to three. So we'll see in a couple of years. Also, I did take the allergy test again. Negatives. But like to shit you were positive mm-hmm. before? But that he, he said, don't go let's out go, there and go eat a look. cheeseburger, motherfucker. Um, I got to do like reintroduction Let's go eat therapy. Uncle Remus. I, oh, I got to have some reintroduction therapy, and then after that, I'm back on it if I pass. Hopefully, okay. it's before this. Which is basically like they give you a spoon of cheese and you eat it, and you sit in a room for forty is minutes. It before May nineteenth, you can get no, your cheese. No, I couldn't. Uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't get in before May nineteenth. But you sit in a room, and then he comes in every five minutes, and, and you jot how you feel. Mm-hmm. And if I feel fine. After like three sessions, then he says, "Go, go." That shit would piss me off, bro. Yeah, I hate just having to wait for like that type of shit. You remember with the the COVID no, shots? No, 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 no. It's a lot different, but no, the no, COVID. No, no, no. You have to learn to walk down there. <laughs> I People heard it a ask you what times. it does mean. It's patience. You running down there just to fuck one. You running. You urgent. You can't wait. It's it's like oh, I'm, I'm doing all bro, this to get the. Take your time. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. And you can get it all. You know how many people hit us up about podcasts and tips, YouTube tips? Yeah, they looking for shortcuts. But if you build it brick by brick by brick, in six years you might be at. You might. You might have. That's what we did. Yeah. We ain't asked for no handouts. Ain't nobody. I'm we, clipping this no shit out, and I, anybody out. that sends me that DM, I'm just sending them that right there. That clip. Yeah. Ain't no asking for no hands out. He just never mind. Uh, what Kendrick say if he, if he try to give me a hand out I'm gonna take his hand and break his wrist Dylan Brooks wants a bigger role on offense that's why they told us he was not oh, coming yeah. back that nigga shot 20 Self, self-awareness is necessary in life I know where he can go if he want a higher role I saw uh, Dwight Howard attempt nine threes in a game in Taiwan that's the place to go That if you want a bigger role that's the place to go go to Taiwan or fix your jump shot it's one of the two one of the two um Golinko, uh, HOH's favorite. Who's that? Lethal. Oh, yeah. Link up with Lethal. He Le- shoots Lethal shots shooting, on his back. Lethal be shooting shots in the rim with spikes no back, on it. No backboard. I just seen him comment on some shit because uh, I think House of Highlights posted it. Uh, some dude had, like, jumped off a bridge or whatever, some extreme-ass shit, and he's like, new video idea. Like, he finna be shooting the ball off a bridge. And, I, and all honestly, he's Lethal shooter. I mean, I don't. 
Ain't no hate. Why he ain't in the NBA? Does that shit even help your jump shot? All the shit he be practicing. He's a lethal shooter, so it I, must I help would, a little bit. I would bit. think so. Me laying on my back and hitting a you jump. You have to have so, some crazy shot form. You do. I, I don't know. I was one of, one of those people. Yo, just shooting like, without a backboard means you have to have the shooting without a backboard. I, yeah, shooting maybe. a shooting a big ball in a small rim. There's no didn't room he have, for error. Did he have the one too where it had like four, three or four rims? And yeah, it spinning? you got to oh, hit yeah. it at the exact. That's moment. the shit. I'm like, and I'm not like, only did he do that, he did it three times in a row with no cuts. Yeah, his he got thi- it back. His thing is, I'm oh, not damn. missing two in a row. That's his thing. I want to see him in an actual game though, like an open run Me too. game. That's what I'm saying. Why he ain't in the NBA? How tall is he? He's a he coach. May not be, he may I not think he's like six one, six two. Oh, okay. I've seen him next to some people. Um, so he's tall. He's tall for a normal person, but he's not NBA tall normally. But lethal shooter got that shit, bro. He, yeah, uh, he, he he does. I don't. I'm surprised we haven't met him yet. Y'all just missed him at that Lakers season opener. Uh, he was I I bumped into him. He knew Ty, and so I got to say oh, what's okay. up to him. And oh, everything. you did he say said that. his name is Chris. Oh, that. there we go. And oh, then, he's actually a lot taller than six one six two. He's standing next to Jalen Brown. He's maybe an inch shorter. I was Jaylen. I was about to say Damn. he's actually he was actually pretty tall. Okay. But yeah, y'all just missed him at the Lakers yeah. season opener. He was there. Shout out to him, man. We love to get in the lab. How long do you th- how many sessions do you think you need to get with him to be not not to be a shooter like him, but like to go from a poor shooter to an okay shooter? I'm not a poor. I'm shooter. not a poor shooter. I'm just saying either. hypothetically. I'm, no, I'm saying y'all. Okay. <laughs> how many sessions do I need with you lethal shooter? Ten. Ten full sessions of yeah, a, like an hour. I play? think a lot of your shit. Maybe no. Nah. I think he's gonna break down your shot, yeah. rebuild it, and then you're gonna have to put in the muscle memory. Your shot no. is all KB would be tired, yeah. bro. That's be what be wrong with his no, shot. No, he takes all day. He got mechanical issues. Yeah. You catch the ball. Yeah, that is also a problem. But listen, though. The man said he got tired. We was doing like shooting. And he's we lefty, doing whatever so shit should be a lot more fluid. You should be catching. We was doing whatever shooting. I think it was uh, when we did the all-star shit and you had to go around and hit the threes or whatever. I told KB, I said, bro, do not start just throwing shit up because you're tired because your form is going to be out of whack. He said, Mike, I was tired. It's too late. And yeah, that's part of the tired. problem why you're going to be inconsistent. <laughs> Mike, I'm 126 pounds of nothing. I don't have the arm strength hey, or the leg strength as I used to. Not for long. I'm a, I'm actually 139 or uh, 29 pounds. I'm almost in that 130 club. Uh, so, shout out to my dietitian. You wear the same as Kamari, bro. That's fine. That's fine. I'm working my way up. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to put on weight. Shout out to again. Shout out to my dietitian. Shout out to Marjorie. I need. I what I want. I want lethal lethal shooter. Like a nice name to help She's me nice shoot lady. the ball the same way every single time. You say who? I want. That's what I want. Lethal help. Lethal shooter to help me with shoot the ball the same time, same way every time. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do because when you get tired and tired and tired, <clears throat> you might start shooting more armed and leg. Or you mm, might reminds me of a series we're gonna get into. That Sun series. I was getting mm-hmm. to. I forgot Let's we talked about, talk about it. Angola. Is it a Sun series or the well, Nuggets? Never Nuggets, Nuggets series? So the Never Nuggets are up 2-0. Obviously, Game One was bad, a bad game for the Suns. They got blown out, game and then two Game was Two was shit. felt like a '90s game. You know the shit. I think they were both under a, 40 at half. a lot of both <laughs> under a hundred points. A lot of physicality, and it's just wasn't a lot of calls. I, I'm a little bit afraid the for the Suns. Winning that every time, all three type game. Nuggets got that in the bag. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the reason I'm scared for the Nuggets is I think I mentioned last podcast. I'm scared for the Suns. The Suns. Sorry, yeah. Um, that it's a numbers game. Suns don't take a lot of threes. The Nuggets do. You hit just a couple more threes, and a lot of cases that's good enough. The Suns tried. They shot 31 threes. A lot of them are from the hands of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, which are two of your better shooters. But it's not 
and rhythm catch and shoot stuff. They're like creating, which is fine. He's Kevin Durant and he's Devin Booker. Both of them have that in their bag. They could do it more, time, more times than not. But the others didn't involve anything. They got up 31 threes. I think they shot 20, like 20 some percent. Both teams were throwing bricks. Um, and they lost. And now Chris Paul is in with a groin. We knew that he was going to, well, not new. We, we suspected that his body was going to give out because it has every fucking playoff run for the last five years. And it's happening again. This time it's the groin, which we know is a lingering issue. And now we might have to rely on Cameron Payne, who was awful yesterday. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of good defensive. Of he's also coming off injury. He had a couple of defensive possessions, but for the most part, he shot a, a corner three and it went behind the rim. Did y'all see that? Yeah, he, I don't remember. He shot a corner three and it went behind the rim. You got to forgive me. At a certain point, I just kind of rolled over on it. <laughs> yeah. He turned the ball over, but he didn't. When he threw it out of bounds and the ref didn't call it off him. He was bad. So now we're down Chris Paul. Who that's not act like I'm not gonna act like Chris Paul is a superstar anymore. It's but there is a though. gap between Chris Paul and his game management and Cameron fucking Payne. And we're down 0-2 already, and we still can't shoot. And yeah, DeAndre that's, Aiden that's is my tough getting one. offensive rebounds uh, and trying to dribble them out. Yeah, them out. that's one thing I just noticed watching this game, especially how defensively heavy it was, because both sides were competing. Those jump shots, I seen so many jump shots hit the front of the rim and just was short. Cause you could tell like you need those legs, and after these, like, grinded-out games, it's hard to just consistently, you know, knock those down because, like you said, those are tough shots. Yeah. Those are tough shots, especially from 3-2. But it came down to the inside game at the end, like, and it was Jokic. You know, Jokic had the easy baskets, and I don't know. It's just like, like you said, in a grinded-out game, the Nuggets got that. Easily. Oh, Jokic and KC, KCP. 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 No. KCP. Boy, the Lakers can I should have tweeted out that picture of him with that the, finals. Yeah, the, finals <laughs> the, the finals MVP trophy. Because he was there. And he's playing good defense. I should have tweeted out the one with him on house arrest. <laughs> that picture crazy. Yeah, picture real crazy. But uh, no, yeah, KCP uh, hit some very, very big shots, man. The Nuggets have looked like the most complete team in basketball mm-hmm. through the first round plus two games. Healthy is too, almost no, in that man. nature, too. Who you got? The Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks have lost one more game than them, though. They'll lose. The Suns better win a game. They got they, a they game. Better. Or two. They're going to get two, I think. Uh, maybe even four. I mean, it's not over. I, can I be honest though with y'all? Mm-hmm. This series has been boring. Really? I've, I enjoy, I've like, enjoyed it. I enjoyed I the Jamal Murray explosion in game one. I like, two, I like both fun. teams. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed MPJ in game one. I like both teams, and it's obviously the second round, but it just, I don't know, it's kind of been flat for me. Book compared the, to, like, the thrill. Warriors, that were like, you know, different Don't series. compare it to the greatest first-round series of all time now, because that's what we just got. Damn, it felt like a finals. <laughs> but, no, I, I can see what you're saying, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because we haven't seen, like, the, all the offense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably plays a part. We need to have one of those games where they, the Suns hit shots. Yeah. I feel like that's coming soon, probably in this – Hopefully, it home. better be next game. Yeah, it has to be at home. It ain't that it's been horrible or bad. It just ain't had that second round excitement that mm. you're looking for, that spark. You know, Nuggets are coasting. They just know, do what, what they first game, do. too, the first game was so bad, bro. It was. The effort was terrible <laughs> from the Suns in the first. Like, <laughs> they gave up offensive bro, rebound the, after the clip, rebound. And the part where it's just like DeAndre. What did he say? Oh, that, he said, I'm struggling. What you say in that one video? I'm breaking down. I'm, I'm breaking, breaking down. Breaking Bro, down. <laughs> the moment where it's you seen DeAndre Aiden standing out of bounds watching Jokic tip the yeah. ball. Yeah. It's just like the Suns, come on now. Y'all, y'all can't expect be to be the number one speed seed playing like I know this. that I know that's why players hate social media. Without social media, we might not, not even recognize that moment. That motherfucker is viral of yeah. him just sitting there. And he there. replied to it. What did he say? He just put a wave emoji. 
And people are like, oh, does that mean he gonna step it up a game too? The answer, kinda. He played. He had a good game. Why reply to it? Like, why is everybody <laughs> so panties in a bunch? Oh, panties in a bunch. What's Wake the fuck up. Oh, was he sleeping? Is he just not? Oh, his oh, eyes man. red like he oh, just woke man. up. Get this. Oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah. There's <laughs> oh, all this basketball talk boring. Yeah, he now. said, fuck, Don't let's do talk fashion. Don't do that. <laughs> let's talk about Stone Island and their $495 cargo pants. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Anything Dylan else? Brooks. Oh, Dylan. Go back to Dylan Brooks. Um, mm-hmm. he's not coming back under any circumstances. Which any circumstance? Uh, which I have to say, I break news. I told Shams that days ago, and now he's breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but no, I agree. I, full I, circle with Dylan Brooks. I agree bro. with the Grizzlies, but this has to be one of the big, the most embarrassing things for an NBA player. For Besides real, like a fall off or anything. But like, he did all that woof and all that talk, and then he walked it back, and then. He lost respect, and now it looked like he lost respect in the locker room, and now he's going to go into the market and go where? Houston. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm only saying Houston. If I'm the Houston Rockets, and we signed Dylan Brooks, I am going to be mad. I'm only saying Houston because they're one of the few teams with cap space that told the world that we're not trying to lose. Ime Udoka said that in his presser. We're not trying to lose anymore. We want to put together a competent team. They also he hired Eme to change the culture and bring yeah. in Dylan Brooks. I don't know if he he they gonna your, be like this. Yeah, Jalen Green gonna be in the tunnel like that. That's what they don't need. <laughs> Just give Tari Eason thirty minutes a game. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. This Dylan Brook Dylan Brooks shit has came full circle. It's just you want to Lakers? No, he thought too long. I think he thought too long about that. No, I would take him in Chicago. I mean, he as much as, as the, everything attached with Dylan Brooks, he plays solid defense. What is his market? I that's the how much money about, is he making annually, based on I his production? Like he's a like, great weekend. What nah, is what was defender. his last contract like? It was like what? I think I don't know. I think he's making like fifteen mil a year. No, I would say probably around like. You think he lost money? I yes. think so. I probably say around like ten. And I think you. Oh, that's too low, Mikey. Middle of exceptions, basically ten. Uh, he he made eleven million dollars this year. So I'll say oh, fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. I'm not like the market there. inflation. Fifteen to nineteen. I'm not giving him twenty million dollars. I'm not bringing him on my team at all. If he's talking about he wants a bigger role. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the part that's turning everybody off. You money and interest with me by saying that type of dumbass shit. That's <laughs> no self awareness. Yeah. You should just shut maybe, up. Maybe maybe he thinks he's uh, Mikael Bridges. You should shut up and take a one year deal. Be quiet and play. And go into a, a situation where more teams maybe have cap room. I don't know. Or maybe you got to get it because it's a small market and your name is a little bit buzzing. But coming off what just happened, saying you want a bigger role with the teams that have the money, it, it, uh, it's not yeah. a good. This is not a good one. It's gonna be a rough in this situation one. though too. And obviously, I hate to be an agent. The money this. is such a like a big priority for a lot of players. But I've seen a lot of players that had that small success where they do and show that one year where it's like. I can't. I can't contribute to winning basketball. You can kind of leave that grizzly shit in the past, like leave all that, you know, all that shenanigans type shit in the past. But you can still be that quote unquote like in your face, in your grill guy. But you just really don't have to do the type of shit you was doing. You know, like going up to LeBron. Do it. Just back it. Just talk. Talk through it. Don't walk it back. Patrick Beverly talks all the fucking time. Keep them expectations low, bro. Keep them low. Don't go on no game talking about um. 
Mavericks. I don't respect the nigga if he don't give me 40. Mavericks. 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 But then again, that just clogs it up for Luca because we not guarding him. <laughs> Mavericks. <laughs> we not guarding him. You know, I, I looked at uh his first playoff series game, or like first time he was in the playoffs, Dylan he played Brooks. five games. Dylan Brooks. You know what he averaged in five games? What's that? 25 a game. No fucking way. Was that against the Jazz? I, I, bro, I... I want to go back and look, bro. I got you. I got you. He was I'm faster than you are. These type of things. I'm faster than both of y'all. Boom, <laughs> fast as fuck, boy. Uh, Dylan Brooks. Okay, basketball reference. Just got to go all the way down to playoff series. First playoff series, he averaged 25 points per game on 50, 48. Against who? <laughs> that was the series against Utah. Utah. They lost four one, but he averaged 25. That's insane for the motherfucker to average what he is now <laughs> on the shooting splits. He Last is. series, he averaged 10 on 30 percent from the field. I don't 30. think I ever been to Dylan Brooks basketball reference. You I don't know, know what, what made me look at that. Either. This is the first time. But I'm doing I looked this. at it and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I felt like I'm missing out on. Like I missed something with this. Bro, Dylan Brooks was kind of nice a couple years ago. Then he lost his jump shot. Like in like in 2020, 2021, he was averaging 17 points per game and he was shooting 35 percent from three. You would take that. Mm-hmm. Now it's 14 points per game on 32 percent from three, and 39 percent from the field is yuck. Just too many fucking shots for a dude that can't score. Mm-hmm. And bigger role. No, nothing about his basketball reference say he need a bigger role. At least with Mikael Bridges, he's been in 50, 40, 90 conversations. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, oh, his efficiency is already good. Just give him more uptick. Nope. Why are we saying with Mikael Bridges that they're the same world? Because No, they're not. But I'm thinking he might be thinking, well, I was the, the 3 and D guy. I want to be more. And that's what Mikael Bridges was and showed us he can be. Uh, but nah, Mikael Bridges always been a plus three-point shooter. I always shot at least 50% from the field, at least until this year. But I always kept his mouth shut. Yeah, always having fun. Nah, the best way possible. And got the best three-point celebration. Yeah. What is it? I like the one Jalen Brunson did, too. You like the that little, one? The little whatever he did, put it over his face. Yeah. Well, I like this one. He got to do it a little bit more in this series. I like the four-point. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dirk. This is traditional. We're in a vice lord. Oh, <laughs> we're in a throwdown now. Nobody got the better celebration than when fucking Joe, they really Kim, did. Joe Kim Noah puts the guns away after a twelve foot jumper. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> Curry details is so fucking fun. Yeah, Mello. Oh, Mello. Mello's all time. Mello's all time. You see, you see so many motherfuckers do that at the gym. What about mine? I've done it before. You have. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Mook and them, the Marcus brothers, they use a hit and they swipe it on the floor. Oh, yeah. Um, but my celebration. I take the three. And then uh, <laughs> if, say, Anwar guarded me and I hit a three, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I just looked up an article the best three point celebrations. The goggles is the first one that comes. No, up. the goggles, the shit job be doing with the goggles, that shit, bro. With the passes, yeah. Jason so... Terry, the Jet Three. We, oh yeah, that's, that's oh, yeah. Go, But you have to be the Jet. Yeah. Um, they got the the finger guns. Uh, James Harden cooking is not a three point celebration; it's just a celebration. I would right. say three to the head, obviously. Tap three across the chest into the sky. That's Steph Curry, yeah. obviously. Um, the three point shotgun. Oh, where well, you got the three in the air, you cock it back. That's, I don't know if I've seen do that shit before. Oh, what bro. about Jamal Murray? And Devin uh, Booker does did that in college. Uh, oh, the three arrow, that's a good one. 
Um, the three antennas, I guess, was something Al Heron, Al, Al, Q. Rich did with Darius Miles. Um, the three to the God, the the J.R. Smith. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Dowling Long Distance, Karan <laughs> Butler. <laughs> The big ball celebration. That wasn't just from three pointers. That was just Sam Cassell. If you do that in the NBA right now, you get fined. I do that. You cannot every show time. your balls. I, I, they so big, it can't help. <laughs> you make a big time shot. That's what it is. Uh, hey man, thank y'all so much for watching and listening to this episode of Through the Wire podcast. If you enjoy, be sure to leave it a His like. His ass is dozing off again until you said. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Novak's belt. Oh yeah. Yeah, Steve Novak's. But no, I love to hit a three, and then you do that. Ooh, here's a good one. <laughs> here's a good underrated one. And we ain't seen it in a few years. Gallinari's Amore. Oh! That's beautiful. Gallinari is that That's a beautiful, man. But until y'all find somebody who... <laughs> if it was somebody in the NBA to actually do that, who you think it would be? Draymond Green. <laughs> Why well, shoot a one for seven? But he hit Why that one. He hit one. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, leave a like, subscribe. Uh, get well soon, D Mills. We'll see y'all on Saturday. Ain't nothing wrong with his ass. <laughs> Peace. I'm just joking. Get well soon, D Millie. Peace.